ultimate game show this is episode 43 our spoiler cast slash review of life is strange two colors true colors not two colors true colors uh but before we get into all that business um got a little housekeeping for you if you're watching on youtube consider dropping a like and a sub and don't forget to hit the bell to get notifications for all our shows like this one our uh, mcu show the mcu uh, rewind series um we have our tv and movie show the cross media show and of course our anime show anime nation and our lit rpg show stats on stats if you're watching on twitch and you have amazon prime that means you have twitch prime consider giving us one of those free subs jeff bezos just giving you guys free money to use it and if you aren't using it consider giving it to us please i beg you uh and finally hope you're drinking water being safe maybe you're vaxxed if you're not you should get vaxxed I threw that in there. I ad-libbed. I, I thought I had more notes. I don't have any more notes. Today, <laughs> if you don't know who I am, my name is Christian Macias. Usually Ruben hosts these, but uh, he graciously let me host a pen game show when I said, hey, what do you, how do you feel about me doing a, a spoiler cast for Life is Strange? And he said, uh, great idea. Let's do it. And so I, I made the call up on Twitter and you three instantly responded. It was fantastic to see. Uh, Griffin... The host of Disney Plus Us and Indie Game Dev. How are you doing today? I am so, so excited to talk about this game, man. I have, ever since I literally started the game, not even beat it, started, have wanted to talk about this. So thanks for having me on. I had no idea you were even playing it. So this is awesome to see. Like, <laughs> you know, not only did you beat it, but like, like you're ready to podcast about it. That's awesome. I, I'm not kidding. It dropped at 9 a.m. that day. Because if you pre-ordered it digital on PlayStation, you got it a little early. I was immediately in. Just took the day off work and just went to play, and that's amazing. Uh, next, uh, a man who I've been talking to a lot privately on, on Twitter about Life in Strange. He's the co-host of Podcast PXN and the dude behind Thank You Games, Roro. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for inviting me on. I, too, am very excited to talk about this game. And, you know, Steph, of course. Gotta talk about Steph. Absolutely. But, yes, super hyped to talk to you guys about it. Speaking of Steph, we have a returning guest, friend of the show, and Steph Gingrich betrayer, <laughs> Ethan Brandon. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay. We forgive you. I'm sorry. We forgive Honestly, you. I can't blame you. I mean, he was so cute. I got distracted. <laughs> I mean, if anything, it's like everyone in this game is cute. You know what I mean? Mm, that's fair. But we are getting ahead of ourselves today. Uh, we've got some streaming podcast updates before we get into the show. Um, next week, Monday, MCU Rewind returns with our final film of Phase 2. Before we go on a little hiatus, uh, we're recording and reviewing Ant-Man. Uh, with Paul Rudd, of course. So let us know what you think of uh, Ant-Man. Good movie. Funny movie. Uh, next, our video essays start to drop next week. So on Tuesday, the video essay that I did on Death Stranding is going to go live. I'm going to apologize in advance. It's the most boring and nerdy video you could ever watch about Death Stranding, I swear. So otherwise, I hope you like it. I don't know. Uh, we may be doing uh, another cross-media show, another penultimate game show later on in the week, but that is TBD as of right now. Uh, maybe by the time this goes up on YouTube, we'll have some more concrete details for you. Keep it on the Twitter. Uh, pen, pen Games, Penultimate Conquest, Twitter.com. You'll find us. And lastly, we have a new Stats on Stats recording later on this weekend. 
So keep an eye on that as well to see which lit RPG books are being talked about that week. Guys, before we get into topic of the show, let's uh let's uh let's let's get a little loose here. I want to know what you've been playing, Griffin. What have you been playing recently? Oh dear God, there's so many things. Um, uh, I'm gonna keep it to one though, and that is Deathloop. <laughs> of course, that's the big game right now. Right? Um, that's the big one right now. Um, Deathloop has just totally hooked me. It like it got into like that little goblin part of my brain of must collect everything, must have the best version of everything, like the way I am with dice of like must collect, must get all of the uh, slabs, must have them to their greatest. I'm not even trying to just assassinate people in the game to like beat the loop. I just want to collect everything right now. Yeah, dude. I just found out last night how slab upgrades work, and I was like, hmm. I could go on a trek to upgrade all my slabs, but I, I probably won't. But it is a fun like, game. Without spoiling it, there is there's an invisibility slab, uh, and it's like you get it in a map, and it's like one of the least enemies in this map. It's a super. It's probably the easiest slab to get. Sure. I have just grinded that over and over so I can fully upgrade that one, and now I've moved on to the next one, and I'm just gonna keep doing that. Good for you. Good for you. Ro, what are you playing right now? Um, I'm playing Eastward, which is a new indie game by Pixpoli, which is like a Chinese Indian or indie developer, but it's published by Chucklefish, so the publishers behind Stardew Valley, uh, War Group, stuff like that. So they have a pretty good track record. Track record. Um, but yeah, I've been looking forward to this game for a super long time, and so far it's scratching that action RPG itch. Um, but it's very, it takes its inspirations from games like Earthbound, and they like shower that all over the game like they have references to earthbound all over the place um but the pixel art is beautiful the combat is like it's nothing crazy but it has some like really cool zelda-esque dungeons in there as well right and the story is really cool so far too so um, i'm very early on but i'm enjoying myself uh quite a bit that's a game that i want to start but like the i don't know i guess claim that it's like 30 hours long kind of is yeah giving me pause a little bit (laughs) yeah apparently it's a long one there yeah, are so many games, man. I still have to play uh, Undertale and Deltarune in Chapter 1 so I can play Chapter 2. I need to yep. beat Undertale one day. Same, same. Let's, let's same. just do it, Griffin. Let's just, uh, I'll come over since you're so close and we'll, we'll just play together. <laughs> we'll play it. Yeah. Seven side. Just like, okay, how do I do this? Exactly. <laughs> Ethan, what about you? What are you playing right now? Um, I'm also playing Deathloop because I just bought that on an impulse and I love it. But um i'm 20 playthroughs in on hades and i can't stop playing someone please help me it's a problem who is the sexiest character in hades actually i know who the answer is for you just but just say it um, tell us it's it, it's thanatos 100 yeah for me nice. because yeah. i can romance him but whatever if you don't know who thanatos is i guess he's the what the the reaper essentially right He's the, the god Greek, of death. God of yeah, death, yeah. Greek god of death and bisexual king. Yeah, it's totally alluded to that like Zagreus yeah. is like this they've had like some kind of like bi relationship. And I and like I'm here for it every time they talk. It's amazing. Yeah. Every time they talk, I'm like, you guys had a thing and you're like upset at him for some reason, and I want to find out why. That's why mm-hmm. I can't stop. It's Greek mythology. Okay. Are you surprised? Yeah. That's true. They were horny people. Yeah. <laughs> um the whole game the whole game is like ridiculous i'm like you 
the artists knew exactly what they were doing. They had yeah. so much fun making the game. It's perfect. Absolutely. I've also been playing uh, Deathloop, and like it's just started clicking for me recently. Uh, still not my favorite uh, time loop game that came out this year. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you you well know that I'm a big ride or die supporter of the Forgotten City, which is on sale right now, 19.99 on Steam. Go check out the Forgotten City after Deathloop. I don't know, just a snake deal. I'm gonna throw out there. That's on my list of ones like I need to check this out before the yeah, year is up. Me too. It's good. When will I? Who? Who knows? Right. Exactly. I still have two expansions of Final Fantasy XIV to get through. So. I still have what two days to beat Deathloop before Kina comes out. If oh, Kina's God. good. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes. Oh. Oh yeah, that's how time works. Mm-hmm. Oh God. <laughs> that's in two days, really. Two days on that Tuesday. Oh wow. Yeah. Or I guess three days, right? Jeez. Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, can I shout out one more game? Yeah, really no, no, please. Quick. I'm please. not going to make too much time. I've been getting really, really into Sonic Colors uh, Ultimate. On Switch? Oh, dude. Oh, uh, no. God, no. <laughs> With all the graphical glitches. Uh, no, I'm playing it on PlayStation. But it is scratching an itch that only Sonic the Hedgehog can scratch. Like, really? it is such an amazing Sonic game that does not get nearly enough credit for being as good as it is. Like, the, the 3D Sonic games are very, very hit or miss. Like, you know, we got Sonic... The Wii area era was Sonic is Colors, good. which is amazing. The the, the Secret Rings one is, is good. No, it's not. All right, whatever then. <laughs> Sonic the Secret Rings is not a good game. I own all of them. I love all of them. It is not a good game. But yeah, I just want to shout that game out for just being the perfect game for me right now. I'm probably going to 100% it. Like, wow, you like it that much, huh? It. Sonic Colors is my favorite Sonic, or one of my favorite Sonics. Wow. Strong words. That, Did, that almost enough. For, sorry, go ahead, Ro. No, I was just going to ask Griffin if he saw the uh, Sonic takeover with all the voice actors on Twitter. were like did. answering questions. Freaking hilarious. They do that once in a while. They did they it do, back yeah. when the uh, racing game came out. And I love it every time. It's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I found out today that uh, Sonic is canonically a, a cancer, which is very cool. Very emotional guy. <laughs> that's Sonic. So uh, <laughs> I, lo- I love a good water sign representation. Um, and also, what's that? Which is funny because water sign and he cannot swim. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I mean, there are water levels where he like runs he through water. Yeah, I mean, doesn't every mammal like? I suppose that music still gives me nightmares. Oh man! <laughs> and then my last one on Sonic is that I almost bought a Shadow the Hedgehog shirt today, so that's that's where I'm at. Nice. I should have done it. Should have pulled the trigger. What stopped you? I couldn't find the right one. Nothing was cool enough. Uh, fair enough. But it's hard I'd... to live up to the coolness of Shadow the Hedgehog. Ultimate badass, dude. Shadow with a gun, nothing cooler. Speaking of cool people, segue, sort of. I, I'm I'm dying to talk about it. Let's get into our topic of the show, which is of course our discussion of Life is Strange, True Colors, developed by Deck Nine, published by Square Enix, and of course starring our wonderful, fantastic, amazing protagonist. Uh, Alex Chen and uh, before we do like any kind of spoiler stuff now I want to know some kind of quick spoiler free not summary necessarily I wrote summary in the notes I know but I want to know just like your general thoughts about the game now that you've completed it and I'll just start with Griffin Um, this is easily my my game of the year Uh, I loved every second of it I was feeling this game the moment you step off the bus um, 
I'm not kidding when I say I teared up the moment you stepped off the bus. Like, that's, that's how quickly I was into this. This was a game where it's like, oh, you might as well have just looked at my Spotify <laughs> and pulled out all of the songs I love. Like, this game was made for me in its references, in its characters, in some of the side stories, which we can get into when spoilers start. Mm. It was just perfect. This is like a hipster's dream, this game. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, here I am sitting in my flannel shirt, or flannel and beanie. A flannel and beanie, <laughs> yeah. Like a true Oregonian. What about you, Ro? Um, yeah, I... Yeah, this is a game that I, I believe, like, you know that I was super hyped for Christian as we talked about it on the podcast a lot. Um, but like Griffin, when I got off the bus, I was I was very excited to dive into Haven and all that kind of stuff. But it took me to get to the bridge, which I'm sure you guys remember when she's just like taking it in Haven Springs and the, the soundtrack wells up. And that's when I was like, hell yeah, this game is finally here. I can't wait to get into it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I had a blast with it. Um, it is also on my game of the year uh, list, but disclaimer, I haven't finished a lot of games this year. Um, but I, even if I had, I'm sure this would still be very high on that list. Um, but yeah, I love Life is Strange Shoe Colors. It's probably my favorite in the franchise. Um, but yeah, that's that's how I feel about it. And we'll talk about spoilers later, but yeah. Yes, yes. Top level, love it. Ethan? So I originally wasn't going to play this game at launch. I was going to wait for it to be on sale. And then I saw Christian tweet and say <laughs> it had that Gilmore Girls vibe. And I was like, oh, oh no, that's my, like, and I was already like on the fence about it, like hovering over the buy button. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. I'll just do it. And as like, as soon as she gets off the bus, I was like, oh my God, this is so good. Like, I'm like, I'm so ready for this. And like, the game just really clicked with me in a way that the second one didn't, but the first one did. And this is my favorite game in the series, 100%. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing like, how much Haven Springs is like Stars mm -hmm. Hollow. Let's, let's be real, yeah. okay? Yeah, it is. It's just the Gilmore Girls comparison is just now clicking, and oh my mm. god, you guys just <laughs> blow my mind. You're welcome. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like all you guys said, that that moment when you get off the bus, and it, it's like, it's not the actual opening, but I'd call like I'd call it the real opening of the game. And the game stops you, and you have like what's they call the Zen moment, where you have to click a button to get out of it, which is like kind of uh -huh. nice. Guy can set the controller down. And they nail that in this game. Like, from start to finish, this game is literally about... I mean, it's about relationships and about people, but, like, what they first and foremost want to push on you is, like, tone and vibe, that they want you to exist in the world of Haven Springs. And they, they set that off right on the when you get off the bus. They do that so well. I love the Zen moments. Uh, for me, like, that on top of, like, just the vibes in general and, like, across many of these scenes, like that tone of like melancholia where it's it's both sweet but it's also sad kind of stays with me like even when i'm like walking around i was listening to the life is strange menu theme song of all songs like <laughs> just walking from the gym to my house like got me emotional and like i started to realize that a deck nine truly made an amazing game when i'm listening to the music of it and i'm realizing that i miss the characters that i never have even met in real life like i i feel like i know them and and i miss them 
And that's that's how I can really tell that this game like actually stuck with me. And even though I, I'm not sure where it lands on like my game of the year list, I, it's for sure in my top five. I mean, you, in my list, it's currently it's sitting at number three. So, and I don't think it'll move there after Deathloop, if I'm being honest. Like this is this is a fantastic game that that Deck Nine has created. Um, some more general questions here before we get into spoilers, because there are some moments I want to talk about for sure, but um. The empath stuff. I know there was some discussion going on Twitter about like the portrayal of uh, the empath powers and, and Alex's empathy and how that can be kind of manipulative. How did you guys feel about that when you were actually playing the game? We're gonna keep. I think we're gonna keep going down the list of border. Griffin, Griffin, Rowe, and Ethan. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was handled surprisingly well. Um, there comes a point where it's like the first time you could actually manipulate someone's emotions, like with the powers. And the first time it happens, it's a choice. Is a or at least the first time I experienced it, it was a choice that you have to make to take someone's emotions away. I don't think that's a major spoiler. Um, it's I you you ha you make that choice and you have to wrestle it with it yourself. It still felt a little off, and it was still. Something mm -hmm. I was a little bit concerned about throughout the game, but I think they handled it pretty well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I I think it was it was more good than bad how they how it was executed. There were again moments for me too where she would, it was the random people for me, not the characters, when she would just like read somebody's mind and she would just know what's going on. That that kind of felt weird sometimes that she could just read someone's mind and know how they're feeling. And you could use that to your advantage. Alex isn't that kind of person, thank God, that she's just she's literally just trying to help people. But in anybody else's hands, that could be a very bad power. Um, but I think they handled it very well with uh, that pairing it with the type of character that Alex is and the type of powers that she has. So it seemed more like a burden to her than something that she would use to hurt someone. So I think they handled it pretty well. How about you, Ethan? I would agree. I, I as um, someone who deals with that, um, because I am what you would call an empath. Um, um, I have those traits. Um, I don't have superpowers though, so you know <laughs> that but, we know of. Yeah, not yet anyway. But I actually liked the way that it was portrayed in the sense that when she would have moments and no spoilers, but she has moments where she kind of takes on people's emotions. Like, emo people's emotions get so strong that she kind of gets overwhelmed by it. And that was, like, very real, because, like, that does happen. But I think they handled it the best they could. And you do have moments where, you know, she can do certain things. But, like, Alex isn't that kind of character. She's not going to be manipulative, or at least my version of her. So mm -hmm. I like the way they handled everything. Yeah, I agree. I, I think for the most part, the game kind of... I mean, even Alex in the beginning is kind of hesitant about like these powers that she has. You even have the choice, I think, of of you know, do you want to lean with their powers or do you want to lean that you're like uh, a freak or whatever? I think was the the choice that you have. But like, she doesn't really want them. Like, you can see that she's trying to suppress those kind of uh, emotions, right? When she starts seeing other people's like being angry and she starts feeling angry, she doesn't like that, right? And the first time yeah. you really delve into like. Uh, dealing with someone else's emotions and like tapping in i'd probably call it that or i guess feeling what they feel 
it happens for a very good reason and we'll get into spoilers right now and just shortly in a minute and we'll talk about it but yeah i think for the most part in the major moments the game really does a good job of placing it and in, in like more of a heroic lens where like it's not a choice that she wants to make right now but a choice that she has to make and then when you're in the moments exploring and you tap in then it's like you start getting to that ethical question but even then the the stuff that the game makes you do with tapping into other people's memories and, and emotions ultimately ends up being for good um there are a few moments that i can think of in in, in chapter four that i want to highlight later but yeah i think yes. for the most part i think i would agree with with all you guys i mean there's even there's a one-off line pretty early in the game one or chapter one or two i think two i don't know the the actual walking around stuff kind of blends together for me um where she does read someone and rather than being like snoopy about it like the first game like max was snooping and being a part of everything like and that was a big issue a lot of people had and this one she's like i hope they figure it out she doesn't yeah. like i'm not yeah. going to butt in that is not my place those that are actually true. my those are actually some of my favorite like little lines of dialogue when she's like, I'm not gonna get involved at all. She does it for most of yeah. the game too, I think, right? The mo like yeah. she's the strangers, yeah. There's like yeah. only a couple times where she actually butts in. Mm -hmm. And it's to make it's to make a better situa a situation sure. that's bad good. Like yeah, it's to his dog. Yep. I was gonna <laughs> Before we do into spoilers, I want to give one last shout out here, just speaking generally. The soundtrack of this game is is phenomenal. I wrote down some some favorites here. Uh, you got Phoebe Bridgers, Metronomy, Far Caspian Girl in Red, Portugal the Man, Foles, Local Natives, Soccer Mommy, Alt-J, and fucking uh, Dido. Dido. I never learned how to pronounce it. I love it. that song. Yeah, fantastic song. Um, thank you is the name of the song. Yeah, fantastic and of course the the menu theme song uh, i found myself uh i normally when i'd play this game i would do one chapter at a time with the exception of after chapter four i was like i need to play the, the chapter five immediately so after i'd finished one chapter i would go back to the main menu after i looked at everyone's decisions across the world whatever and see where i land and then i would just sit there with the menu song because it was so good and just kind of contemplate my what just the events that just happened in haven springs and uh, I don't know if you guys have any comments here about about the music. I just want to shout out Alabaster Daydreams. Alabaster um, Daydreams. Yeah. Yeah. Just because that was just not what I was expecting in the slightest to pop up in this game. But like, there's all that amazing music you mentioned. There's also a full jukebox with even more music. How yeah, much did you toy around with the jukebox, guys? I listened a to lot. every single song. A lot. Oh my god. I loved how, like, music was such an integral part of this game. Like, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially with and, the Zen um, moments, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, they used um, Dido. Um, that song was used in, I'm not going to spoil it, but in a way that, like, legitimately, like, made me cry when they used it. Yeah, not not a a scenario I usually think about that song, but mm -hmm. it ended up working like so well, better than I even thought. And like when I, when it lets you take control there, I was like, oh, I can play it again, oh, yeah. and I did. Yeah. Yeah, and Same. I kind of sat there and just kind of thought about things. Another note on music is massive shout out to MXM Tune. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. He is already an amazing artist. Yeah. And she I can't stop listening to her EP of the music that she did for this game, which her EP is significantly more produced than the music that you actually hear her sing in this. And it's so good, guys. She was, she did, so good. she voiced Alex as well, right? She just did the singing voice for Alex. Okay, just the yeah. singing. Okay. I wasn't sure if she did the voice or not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, since you shouted out, I mean, everyone I think knows about the Radiohead scene because that was kind of like everyone was talking about that because the game doesn't let you. I mean, if you're streaming the game, you have the option of not playing the audio to stream, right? So they just don't play any music, which is kind of a weird choice. I would have preferred like some license free music there. Um, yeah. But there's a Violent Femmes cover later in the game that's just like yes. gave me chills. And I had to look it up on YouTube later because I wanted to hear it again. It's a fantastic scene. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's one that I keep going back to. Just like that is such an emotional, like just joy scene for me. Okay, we're, we've been beating around <sighs> so the bush. Let, let's let's. This is officially <laughs> the spoiler cast territory. So if you have not beaten True Colors and you don't want to hear more about it, log off or just stick around and listen anyway because uh, you want to and you want to support us. You know what I mean? Where to begin? Because I, so I have no idea. I, I, I think Death is the best character in all of Life is Strange. <laughs> Thank you. I'm I'm That's so it. sorry you're in the minority, Ethan. I know. I betrayed her. I feel so bad because I love her just as much as you guys do. But he was so cute with his flannel. and I just got distracted. When he's all giggling, looking at clouds. Oh, God. It's, a, it's even weirder, too, because I'm like, I thought about it afterward. And I'm like, that's her brother's best friend so that's a little bit strange i mean they both are though yeah Mm, that's true true. i just choose not to think about that (laughs) i i think i know where where we should start and you guys just mentioned it which is alex's brother uh gabe chen uh which is the reason why you're in haven springs um and so i want to talk about the game the way the game kind of establishes the relationship between alex and gabe specifically the rooftop this this fucking game and rooftop scenes. Every time oh I'm on a God. rooftop, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, this is going to be one of the best scenes of the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm about to cry. We're on a rooftop. Let's go. It's a beautiful rooftop. Like, I'm like, oh, this is so nice up here. I could just sit here. Did anyone else, like, want to kind of live in Haven Springs or at least Airbnb there for, I don't know, a week yes. or something? <laughs> yeah. it, it, so, Haven Springs, and this is very much a reference that I know only Christian might get. Gave me so many vibes of Bend, Oregon. Yeah, I mean, of course. So yeah. many of the same vibes. Like, it felt like going back. Because I used to live there. Yeah. Not even just with, like, the road, but with the people, too. Like, it was eerie, mm-hmm. the vibes I was getting from this. it I loved it. But to answer your question, yes, I would love to live in Avonsburg. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why at the end of the, I mean, this is a spoiler cast. At the end of the game, I chose to stay there. I was like this, I I couldn't, I love that town so much. I can't wait to talk about that. We'll, 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 talk, we'll bring that up again oh, to see what, what yes. our final choices were. Uh, yeah, we... But yeah, I was, okay. Was anyone else fucking gutted when like at the end of chapter one, you're, you're saving this, fucking kid which i mean i love i, lo- I love ethan not ethan podcasting but ethan from game oh springs yeah. <laughs> and yeah. i'm like cool like you did you didn't listen to me you didn't listen to your parents and you fucking went up in the mountains even though they're about to blow it up right now 
I saved you. And then like any little kid would though. That's true. Like, I mean, which real. is true. Yeah. Which is true. Yeah. <laughs> when Gabe gets hit by that rock, I don't think I've ever gasped louder playing a game this year. Same. <laughs> it just came so out of left field. Yeah. I, I didn't I don't know why, but I just didn't think I, I knew he was going to bite the dust eventually i just didn't expect it to be in my face like that i wasn't yes. expecting him to get knocked off a freaking cliff by a huge boulder but yeah i gasped as well i, sh I showed christian my reaction to it and yeah i was i was taken aback by by that scene for sure because i, mean, uh, I didn't see his yeah. death coming at all like yeah. i have somehow avoided that in the marketing for this oh, game good. so <laughs> the marketing they market for that? the game the marketing for the game is wild because they set it up like it was a murder mystery, like someone in the town had straight up murdered him. Not that he died in this, like, accident. Interesting. So, yeah. I had only seen the first trailer when she's, like, singing Radiohead and they're talking about, like, yeah, Alice's power. So that I, I went into it, like, completely fresh. By the time you get up in, like, the mine, the mine area, like, the abandoned place, I'm like, oh, is someone going to get hurt or, or die here? And unfortunately it was it was gabe because they don't give you time to process that like he gets hit and then a moment later it's we have to cut the rope and let him fall into that ravine because you'd be you know alex would be stuck there because she was tied to him and like yeah it's it's a mm -hmm. moment for sure but i think i think it made it more powerful because we got that rooftop scene from earlier where they're kind of talking about like who you get to pick like alex's kind of past a little bit how you see yourself and um, I don't know the way the the way the game lets you kind of reflect on that, who you are as a person, who Alex is, and then the the camera just kind of zooms out, and you get like this beautiful sunset over Haven Springs, and it just kind of lingers there, and that just goes back to the moments of like, not it's not even a Zen moment, but like a melancholic, just picturesque moment that I think I found really beautiful, and just having that those lingering shots, help me build relationships further with the people that were in the game i don't know if that makes sense having moments to kind of digest what's going on is something that you really need in any media content that's about that is driven by characters because mm. at the end of the day life is strange you know you've got the crazy powers you've got the weird amount of murder setups just saying <laughs> um but when it comes down to it it's about the characters. These are character-driven stories. And having those moments to just take a second to digest it, even if it is just a break in the actual like, cutscene dialogue, sure, they do it so well. And so perfect. Like, you mentioned the um, the rooftop scene. For me, it's the, it's the music scene earlier where they are going back in their... Oh, yeah. Air guitaring on the yeah. room and drumming on the floor and having you, all that. Did you pick up the broom? Did everyone ever pick up the broom to of course. air yeah. guitar? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Good, good. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's the I don't know, I'm sure you guys did similar stuff, but I would uh after Gabe's death and like the previous episodes I'd be or maybe even before that, I would be looking throughout the room that he stayed at before and I'd be going through like the envelopes and it showed proof of him looking for Alex for, was it like eight years? I don't know how long, it, how long the time was. But then of course he dies and it's like, you just spent a day with your sister 
after spending eight years apart, but it's it still has such an impact on Alex and myself just being a watcher. But the rest of the game just showed how much Gabe was able to influence Alex still with being gone. And that really hit me when I was looking through the notes and stuff like that. And the text messages from the other orphans, like uh, there was a girl named Chelsea, I think her name was, if you read her text. She would like talk to you about. I hope you're okay out there. Yeah. I was like, this is so sad. I hope I get to see this character. We didn't. We didn't get to see her, but I would. I would love to like reunite with her. But just being, just reading those, uh, um, those messages from Gabe, and just thinking about, wow, these, this really happens. That families are ripped apart, and even though they're brother and sister, they don't come as a package. That's the one thing that just stood with me. Like they're both in an orphanage system but one goes somewhere else and one might stay alone just like i can't imagine that but yeah. they did such a good job of of bringing that story to life and it really really hit with me that uh that orphanage or orphan story it was like it was really sad but they did a great job with gabe and i i i'll talk about it later i'll just i'll step stop there <laughs> yeah yeah you, yeah you brought oh go ahead ethan oh i know gabe i was just gonna say gabe is i I was gutted when like he fell because I was like, cause you spend basically the entire episode falling in love with yeah. him too. <laughs> and, and those two together, because you're like, they have not been together in eight years. And it's like, this is the first time they're really like, they have separate lives, but they're finally coming together and it like shows. And um, also side note, sharing the name with a character in the game is very awkward for me, especially <laughs> when it's kind of that character's fault that it happened in the first place. But because um, if he hadn't have gone, he would everything would be fine. But like it was, I like I was going to go straight into episode two after Gabe's death, but I was like I have to sit and process this for a second mm -hmm. because it's so like like I teared up a little bit yeah i couldn't believe he was like actually gone i didn't want to believe it yeah. when you start episode two and like we're at the wake at the bar it's that it like finally hit me like fuck he's actually gone and i almost didn't want to play the game anymore because i loved gabe that much of course i they ended up did loving someone same. more same. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think yeah. one of my favorite things that they did in this game was like you meet gabe and you fall in love with gabe in that first chapter you yep. get to know Gabe in that second chapter. Like, you mm. get to know Gabe if, by exploring that apartment, mm -hmm. talking to people. Like, the one that really sticks out to me is his story with Riley. Yeah. And, like, how much, like, Riley was, for all intents and purposes, like, sister to him. And, like, that Very moment much. when Alex gets to sit down with her and actually talk about it was so amazing. Yeah, she's, like, uh, in the alley, right? Just kind of on the bench, if I remember right? Yeah, just Maybe? trying to trying to process. process the last 24 hours for her. Yeah, I mean, and then to Rose's point earlier, too, which I think the game does really well, is create a world, like, that exists beyond just the player in, in the now. Like, it very much has a past. And you can go through Alex's phone to, like, look at old text messages. And then you can even look at, like, their... I think they call it my block was my the, block. yeah the name of the website and like you can scroll down to like previous posts before you even arrived and you know you go through the comments and like strangers are commenting sure but you also have like gabe commenting on some and like riley's messaging like it's fantastic to see like the world building go beyond just the conversations you're having and like 
to Griffin's point, yeah, Gabe certainly had a huge impact on the community. And then to see Alex kind of join in on that and then obviously have to be the next the next Chen representative of Haven Springs is is quite something to watch for sure. Oh yeah, real go ahead. Sorry, I just had two like I think I have well one question I'll just start with because I, I think I forgot the second one. But just for everybody here, if what you what you thought of Mac and what did you do like for two situations, I think that's what I wanted to say. Did you snitch on him after the fight to Riley? And did you help him when he was going through that mental breakdown uh, later on in the episode? I just wanted to know what you guys guys did because I feel like a lot of people did felt very strongly about that character and did different yeah. things. Okay, okay. Yeah. I feel like I went the way a lot of people went. With and yes, I snitched on him because yes, I am not okay. about to lie for you after. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. And he started lying yeah. on on us too. And I was yeah. like, there's no way I'm lying for you if you're gonna lie on me. Like, no way. But yeah, sorry. <laughs> but I also I helped him. Same. Yes, me too. Yeah, I helped him when he was yeah. losing it, but I, I snitched on him the first time. But yeah, and that and that came around later too, where he would like text us and say we had like a, we weren't friends, but there was like a, a respect yes amongst us after helping him. And I don't want to be friends with him, but at least there was a respect, and there's not that angry Chen and Mac rivalship going on later on. So I thought that was cool, but I just wanted to know what you guys did because he was crazy. Yeah, he was a jerk. <laughs> Yeah, but once you broke down why it made sense. Yeah, like I, I, think I, I can never condone what he did, but I understand it. Sure. Yeah. I think it speaks to a lot of characters in in life and strange life is strange in general too. Because even the characters that are jerks, like just straight, you do not like them. They still have their reasons, and like deep down, they're they're fine people, but they're still kind of jerks. Like, it kind of reminded me, I can't remember the character's name, but there's a guy in the first one. Stepdash. Yes. <laughs> and... Which one? Stepdad. Chloe's the stepdad. Oh, okay. Yep. You said yes. Stepdouche, yeah. I can't remember so, his name, but just her phone. Yeah. Stepdash was so funny. So, and then it kind of reminded me of that, where it's like, by the end of that game, you're like, okay, you're you're an okay guy, and like, kind of gets redeemed but and then um when alex loses it because him and gabe are fighting i was like that's real like but i was like he totally deserves like because i stepped in and i beat him up and i was like he deserves that because like you know yeah yeah and i think to ethan's point like that's the truth about this game. Like, even if we we hate Mac, we we realize that everyone yeah. Mac is suffering, right? Like, he's got his own issues that he has to deal yeah. with, and he he's like in a in a very tough spot. Um, but like everyone is suffering. This comes back to what Ro was saying about you know, I think it was Ro. He's talking about Riley. Is it you talking about Riley earlier? I'm not sure. If it was that Griffin talking about? Griffin. Yeah. That's Griffin. Yeah, talking about. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, like when you uh, chapter two lanterns, which you realize the lanterns is when they're they're doing the second wake because the first one didn't go well because Ryan and Mac were fighting in the bar. Um, like after you go through everyone in the town, you kind of work through everyone's trauma with them. Uh-huh. And here's something that I want to bring up as well, because I want I don't I don't know what you thought. This, Griffin brought this up earlier. There's a moment later in chapter four. Um, what's her name i have it written down charlotte she has the hardest time i think dealing with gabe's death obviously because they were in a relationship mm-hmm. together and she has this hate that she's directing at like 
everyone at herself at gabe at alex yeah at, at ethan as well yeah and you you have this I... choice to um either walk away or take away the um the uh the hate from her and that's one question that i have there I'll, i guess i'll just pause there what, what did you guys do in that situation i walked away wow I left. Oh, thank God I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, I walked away because I was like, if if Alex takes in that anger, she's going to take that anger out on someone else, like 100%. Mm. And I was like, Charlotte has to work, like, um, has to work through that on her own. So all I could do was just kind of give her words of encouragement and leave because I knew that if that if Alex took in that anger, something bad would happen later. You make some good points, Ethan. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I um, I kind of alluded to it to it earlier in the non-spoiler parts, but for me, this was the moment of grasping the: Do I take someone's emotions away? Do I work with that? And for me, like we have that line of: I could take it away, but she might not be the same person that she is. And. Mm-hmm. I wasn't willing to risk that. Like that sure. was not something I w- I felt comfortable with doing. And so I was like, no, we're going to let it, they'll be there for you. Like we're, we were clearly there for her still. Right. But she needed that moment to be angry, to grieve. <sighs> That's, you make a good point. Cause I, I took, I took her anger away and it was one of the decisions that I ended up re- really regretting. What about you, Ro? Oh. Yeah, I, I was like, interested in what you did because I, I also left the room for pretty much the same reason as, as both of them, uh, that I was like, what's going to happen to Alex if she does that? Like, that's she's not feeling angry. And in, in my mind, I was like, she's angry. She's not she's not sad. She'll she'll get past this anger. But as we go forward, she like is kind of the same sort of emotion where she was still in her emotions at the party later. I, I think there was different uh, versions for, depending on what she did, how she reacted to Alex at the party. But mm-hmm. for me, we had like a silent moment by the dock and we were just like, enjoyed the, not enjoyed, but had a silent moment together, just reminiscing about Gabe, I guess. But it, but Alex was there for for Charlotte. And we just like, we just stood there by the dock while she she obviously wasn't in a party mood. And we just like looked out of the water and just stood there for a minute. Wow. And then I was just like, are you okay? And she was like, no, but thanks. And then she just left the party and that could have probably gone differently. I don't know what happens if you take away her, her anger, but I, I was in the same mind as Ethan and Griffin where was like, I don't know what's going to happen to Alex. This is for her to deal with. And I'm here for her if she needs it, but I don't think it's, it's right for me to take away her. <laughs> Her anger. Not yeah. not to say that your intentions weren't good, Christian. It's just that's how I thought about it. No, I think that's you guys make some good points. I think that's probably the right choice for those reasons. I think when I was playing in that moment, I will. She, Alex makes a comment like, "If I don't take these powers away, she'll she's gonna hurt someone, or like it, it could spiral yeah, and could get bad." And I think that was enough for for to convince me, like, "Oh, you know, I I have these, I have this ability. I could do some good with it, and like if it will." avoid charlotte like hurting herself or hurting some somebody else i have the responsibility i guess to do it and so i did and i regret that because charlotte ends up being like totally distant in the rest of the game and like she has no feelings anymore wow. which is, is it's very sad um but then there's also a, one other moment where alex does have like some residual effects of that anger within her later that scene when you're back in the apartment and you're going through diane's usb stick with with ryan and steph which we haven't even talked about Ryan Steph. We will after this. Um, 
yeah, you you hear Gabe's voice for the first time, I think, since chapter one. And Alex kind of takes it in for a moment. And, like, you kind of realize that he's actually gone. And Alex finally has a moment of, like, a catharsic, cathartic moment. She takes that bottle because it's right next to her, the whiskey bottle with the um, the foosball champion text on it. And she just kind of oh. yells. Here's a moment where she yells oh, and throws no. the she throws the oh, bottle. No. And listen, hold on, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> oh no! That happens, and then Steph gets up and she's pissed at you. She's like, "I don't need this shit," and she walks away. Oh, that's mm. how she storms out. That's what I was worried too. I was saw the choice at the end. I was happen. like, "How do you get her mad?" <laughs> yeah, dude. I was wondering the same thing, Griffin. Yeah, <laughs> that anger that then went into Alex then went into me. Because I paused the game and I said, fuck you, Steph. It's the first time. Because listen, in chapter two, you spend the entire chapter making everybody fucking feel better that Gabe is dead when Gabe is also my brother and I need time to grieve, right? And I've spent three, two fucking chapters making everybody feel better. What about my needs, right? And that was, I ended chapter, well, I guess that's chapter three, mad. And then chapter four starts, and it's it's like Steph apologizing. He's like, "You need time to grieve too. Like I should have should have been there for you." And it's like, "Fuck, Steph, I can't stay mad at you." <laughs> I have a question for you with that. Okay, yeah. Did you put the record on the table? Yes. That moment it broke me. Um, the kids. There's of Leon a few record, moments. Right? Yeah, the kids at Leon, the one yeah. that you danced to earlier. Yeah. There's a couple of moments that were just overwhelming and like just the emotion that they had but actually because for me that was um, that was the moment that was her uh, well she had a few but her grieving moment was getting that second to put her memento on the table and think and talk about it and look at how he affected other people yeah and then at the end with the lantern obviously (laughs) which is like god that shot of the lantern the mountains oh and then diane's the only one that's not grieving she's like oh what's going on with you mm-hmm. let's yeah, i thought it thought though that alex like did have her chance to grieve and like mm. at the same time was still pushing it down to try to take on typhoon typhoon yeah fuck typhoon am i right guys oh, oh yeah typhoon. i saw that graffiti <laughs> in the gallery. I was like yes yeah uh, I want to talk about Steph for a little bit before we move forward with the uh, rest of the game. Because, well, Steph and Ryan, either one. Um, there's a moment, I think, that Ro and I love so much that I still hear in my head, which is the moment when you meet her. I, I'll, let Ro, I'll let Ro talk about it. I'll let Ro talk about it. No, it, okay. I just <laughs> I just say the, the line is that, that I think we're both talking about where you meet her for the first time as Alex and you're going to the DJ booth and you get the choice to choose what record she's going to play and then you make the choice and then she announces the choice to the listeners and she's just like all right it's time for a very special uh, request from some chick and it's just the way that she says some chick dude that yeah. just gets me and i'm like mm-hmm. oh my god i love you and it's just it's a mixture of like you you're you're doing something in my heart and just like you're so sweet and you're like but you're doing something in my heart at the same time like i'm feeling something <laughs> But yeah, that it was that from that moment on. I was like, yeah, I got a romance stuff. No, no way. She's got. Which, she's which got record a... did you guys choose? Was it like I, the unicorn one or like the skull one? I chose the unicorn, unicorn one. one. The yeah. skull one. I put the unicorn. <laughs> yeah, me oh, too. Nice, nice. I just like that album art, man. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm I, I I'm in tune with my darker side, so I had to pick the skull one. Give me some nice <laughs> indie alt rock. Why not? Quick, change those LEDs to red. Go full emo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's like a lot of stuff I want to talk about with Steph and Ryan, but 
I think Ryan gets like a stronger moment with Alex, which um, I'm sure Ethan can attest to, which is the moment where yep. Ryan is like really grieving at the the loss of his best friend. And he's like at his end, like you literally have to save him from from ending it because he's he just doesn't know what to do with himself. Is, is that one of the moments, he, Ethan, for you that kind of sold you on the relationship between Alex yeah, and Ryan? Yeah. When you're sitting there with him and you're basically having to talk him off the edge because for all intents and purposes, he is about to, like, he's about to join Gabe. So, like, that moment where, um, for me, I chose, um, like, I told him, I forgive you. And that, and then we hugged and I was like, yeah, this is, I'm, I'm sold on this relationship. And I love Steph. I've loved Steph since before the storm. So it was very hard for me to do that. But I, I yeah. do want to ask, cause you brought it up. What did you guys choose in that scenario? Cause you have the option of Gabe would forgive you. I forgive you. And you have to forgive yourself. What did everyone else pick here? I if said, uh, Gabe forgives you. I said mm. Gabe, mm. but I, I, I like Ethan's answer better. I like, I, I forgive you, but I chose Gabe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would forgive yourself. Nice. Yeah, we shit, yeah. shit, Griffin. <laughs> nice. Like in that moment, I really was like feeling the uh, you're beating yourself up in a way I know very, very well. Yeah. <laughs> that like, was... You need to forgive yourself. You need to help yourself here. Yeah. That was literally why I picked that option too. Is like no one is your own like best or worst enemy than than yourself and the way you kind of beat yourself yeah exactly and alex says that like nobody blames you like this is nobody's fault and you have you know you have to forgive yourself which is why i ended up choosing that option i i think that speaks to the game too because like it's a scenario where you can choose any of those options and all of those options work for different reasons yes and yeah, I love that. Like we all chose all three of them, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love looking at the like the percentages for this one. I was shocked that it was only twenty percent picked. Forgive yourself. Wow. <laughs> Some uh, of those 66, options are shocking, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, there's one in chapter five. Lost the foosball. How would you lose the foosball? <laughs> Rogue yeah, is talking easy. to you. What? Oh, with the foosball look- game. Did, no, did I you won. lose? You won? Okay, yeah. I won, yeah. I won. <laughs> I won, I won as It was well, the jukebox like... game that I lost. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah that, that one's harder. <laughs> I did. I, I the... was talking to Ro about this, though. The foosball game is cool because you think it's like just foosball, and then you start like having conversations as, as Steph starts to open up to you, and then you're yeah. playing foosball and making dialogue choices, and I thought that was just, just neat on a gameplay level. There was a few of those where, like, the game, the actual gameplay of the game really surprised me. That was one. The jukebox game was another one. Or just love that of, like, first off, you get to experience all this and look at all this awesome music. But also, you really get to see Steph. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, understand who Steph is. And then there's just the entirety of the LARP. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, that's Perfect. what I was going to say. Great segue, yeah. Griffin. Oh, my God. It's almost like I host a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I. What, how do we feel about the LARP scene? Because I know this is a few people's oh. favorite. I don't. I don't know. Is this your favorite chapter, uh, Ethan? Yes, one hundred. Yep. Okay. Um, 
because, and it makes complete sense that Steph would be the one orchestrating, turning the entire town into this like magic world. Like it was, it was phenomenal. And then when you're playing and then at the end, it turns into basically like a final fantasy game. Like that was perfect. Literally squealed when that happened. I was so happy. Ro DM me on Twitter something that like I didn't even think about until I until like until we brought it up, which is like the foreshadowing. And I don't know if Ro wants to talk about it now. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Episode three was definitely my favorite as well because of the LARP. It was so so cool and when when the changeover to an actual rpg happens i also lost my mind the menu changing and everything that was awesome too but i'm not sure if you guys also noticed but how jed was the king but he's also the bad guy uh, like at the end of it like he was a king in disguise like he is in the actual haven so i thought that was really cool foreshadowing to him actually being the king of haven like everybody treats him like a hero but he's actually the the master villain behind everything. So I thought that was really cool. And I didn't think of it until, you know, he reveals himself as to be kind of a, a shady uh, guy at the end of it. But I thought that was I'm, really cool. I'm losing my mind right now. Yeah. You're totally right. <laughs> yeah, is that so cool? Yeah. <laughs> he looked so good too in like the fantasy world. Like I just, <laughs> the glowing <laughs> eyes alone. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He did have glowing eyes, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> Weren't there like two choices as to what he could dress up as? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know which one I chose, but he did have a going. Just like the <laughs> skeleton-looking one. Yeah. What What I want to know though, Lark wise, was what did you guys pick as your name? Oh, Alto for me. Thank you. <laughs> what were the, what were the <laughs> options you. again? So it was Alto, Alwyn, Alwyn was like the popular. That's one. that's what I picked. I feel like why, that. Why is this so an option that you're so diehard about? <laughs> I feel why? Like that. <laughs> Alwyn is just way too close to Arrowin, and I was like, "Oh, okay. I see, I see you, and I love that." But I was basic, and I just went with Alexandra because I'm not very good at D and D names. I'm sorry. I took the music pun. Alto is a music pun, and I love ah. it. Oh, see, whenever uh, the Y is a vowel, I'm like, "You got me." I think it's it, the Y <laughs> letter is cool when it's a vowel, so I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely, this rocks." Yeah, I can't pass up the opportunity for a good pun. Okay. Yeah. That also just seemed yeah. like such an Alex joke, too. It's like, I'm going to turn my bard's name into a music term. Ah. That is actually, like, brilliant, though. Very cool of her to, like, roam around this fantasy setting with her guitar, too. And you're picking up, like, different chords that she can play to, like, do her little attacks. Like, it ends up being a, a really cool sequence. And then exploring the, uh, how... Steph redecorated the record store into like a mm-hmm. shop I thought was like one of my favorite settings in that LARP. Like she w- like went in on the setting. Yeah. Yeah. She the uh the bar. Like holy oh my God. crap. Yeah, yeah that was so oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. That freaking ducky. Ducky. <laughs> so did you guys read Ducky's emotions in that scene? Yes. Uh, yeah, when he's behind the bar. Yeah, it's one of the funniest things to me in the entire game. Of like, like I'm such a genius for convincing <laughs> Steph that my character should be behind the bar, and then you can guilt him into not drinking. It. Oh my god! Did you guilt him? I missed that. No, I was like, go for it, man. I, I did too. Yeah, <laughs> no, I love Ducky. That's awesome. Ducky was one of my favorite characters, honestly. I I guess this transition 
this transitions us into chapter four, which I think is my favorite chapter, the Spring Festival. And I guess before we even talk about all the, the stuff here with the Spring Festival and the, the other rooftop scene, there are some moments that you can be walk away from the main path here and have moments that I think some people missed entirely. One of those that you can miss is a conversation with Ducky in the bar. He's the only one that's not partaking yes. in the Spring Festival. It is, it is heartbreaking how many people miss that. And you yeah. can have uh, like a Zen moment with him dancing. And mm-hmm. it's just like, it, it's so sad. But like, and that's one of my favorite things about Alex is like, she's literally a lot of the time just trying to make these people's lives better. Like, like yeah, it was so good. And that's why I think this goes back to our conversation about like the ethics of using these empath powers. That's why it ends up being okay with me is that she's using these in very discreet manners uh just to help the people that like in contention and like that moment with ducky ends up like really helping him out i think for the better like i think he had like a genuinely good experience like rejoining the spring festival after that and like if he didn't he's gonna stick with that trauma i think for i don't know i guess the rest of his fake life (laughs) he's not a real person but like in my head he's a real person I mean, the same thing kind of happens with Eleanor in the in the, in the flower shop, who's dealing with. I um, loved Eleanor I was say, so much. Speaking of like the oh. ethics of it, what'd you tell Riley? Yeah, yeah I, I think you Ro, you, you missed this conversation, right? I did. You guys could talk about it though, please. Okay, I want to hear it, anyways. Yeah. So yeah, you can find Riley down at the bus stop, uh, where you first came in during that. Um, and initially, I almost missed this, but mm. I had no like. I'd seen like the post of like she's leaving. I was like, okay, I have to find her. <laughs> like first, I panicked for a good fifteen minutes just looking for where you could pick up a rose. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh yeah, yeah. Like That's you're like standing right next to it too. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, you're approaching the flower shop, and then she Alex comments like, "Who's that at the end of the bridge?" Right. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know about you guys. I didn't. I let her go off to college. Same. Yep. Same. Yeah, I think. My, well, you, oh, go ahead. Ethan. I would have made that choice if I, if I, if I did, if I was there, but I, I didn't. I didn't. There's, Riley was just a character that I completely missed for some reason. I just wasn't Man. finding when her. You go, or when whatever. you go back, when you go back, make sure and get. She has Loki like some of the better moments. Yeah, like, that's yeah, what I'm understanding okay. from you guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I missed out on her. Riley and Eleanor's story is legitimately. Beautiful. one of my favorite like side character stories heartbreaking but also like happy at the same time like it's weird but like what i was gonna say was i let her go because i was like if eleanor gets worse she has this entire town to help her mm-hmm. and Fair take right. care of her while riley is like gone so i'm like and like Eleanor confide, confides in you and I'm not one to break trust. And I'm like, no, it's not my place. You nailed it. That's that's exactly why I let Riley go as well is that I didn't want to break Eleanor's trust, especially not after you have like those conversations when you're helping her walk through the flower shop and like retrace her memory. Like you can tell it's starting to get bad, but it, it's not quite there mm-hmm. yet. And like if she isn't ready to share, I have no business no talking about exactly her issues with somebody else like that is eleanor's right to share if she feels comfortable to share it and she isn't at that point so i i i couldn't do that to eleanor it's it's again it's like an ethics thing should i just because Mm -hmm. i can do this should i do it and no you shouldn't 
Yeah, and to go back to that bench alley scene that we talked about earlier, like, you can ask her about Eleanor, and she's like, if I go, like, she'll be all right. Like, this town is here to help her. Yeah. Um, For what it's worth, if you do tell her, she stays. Like, that's not surprising. But if you tell her at that bus stop, she immediately leaves the bus stop to go talk to Eleanor. Wow. Did you did you play the game twice, Griffin, or how or did you how did you find out? So I went back and played a bunch of stuff because I wanted to see how some other some things turned out. Sure. Um, I didn't replay it, but when I was going back to like pick up all the collectibles for the trophies, because of course I got the platinum. I'm me. Um, so did Ethan, right? <laughs> yeah, I did. But yeah, I went and did a couple of those. The platinum is was actually like really easy to grab. You could grab it in one playthrough if like. Also, shout out to the PS5 and the best, one of the best uses of the controller I've seen because it uses the haptic feedback like so well and um, it actually uses the lights in the controller in one of the best ways I've ever seen. Like, Oh, the lights as well. Ever. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I wanted to ask. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Griffin. Uh, no, you go, you go. Because I have a, mine's a bit of a tangent. Okay. Did we... Did we all help Jelly Bean Guy? Yes. Hey, we were going to say the same thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jelly Bean Guy, the... also the dog guy earlier. The dog like, guy, yeah. These are the characters that I was like, this is what makes the game for me. These little characters. Oh, I have a question. Did you guys help, um, speaking of like helping like the small people, like the side quests, did you help the jogger too? Like, yes. Yeah. In the previous chapter? Find her confidence. Help the jogger, mm-hmm. help the student. Yeah. Help the, the, the guy opening the business, the diner. Yeah. Oh my god. I, love, I don't even know I, some of these stories. Like, dude, I know. Know. Oh so my god. during during the festival, this guy's like, Oh yeah, I'll remember your name. Like, come by and it's like, shoot, I can't remember everyone's name. I should have got more should have made more flyers. I was like just way overconfident about yeah. this. She's like, just put it up on my block, my dude. Yeah. <laughs> So um what i want to know is did you guys get the two the the two people together the, co- yes. the, the, the people that like were flirting but they didn't want to yeah. get together yeah they were so clearly into each other the entire game even if you didn't read their emotions mm-hmm. yeah of course of course yeah that was that was great to finally see them like have that conversation i felt weird always just standing to the side as they have like these conversations you know but like it was great to see them finally get together that was the only one I yeah, did could you because Im- they included you in the conversation. True. Could you imagine that in real life, someone is just hanging out like right next to you, and you're like, "Hi, ha- okay, how you doing?" Yeah, yeah. I know, I'm right? not yeah. sure. I'm not sure if you guys saw it, but there's this one storyline with one of the the like there a couple with the side side characters. First off, there's a couple that are just hanging out, playing each other's favorite games throughout the story, and it's yes. hilarious. When when he finally starts playing the game too towards the end, yeah, which is essentially Stardew Valley, and she's like, "Why yeah. is this a turn on for me?" <laughs> and then she plays his game, and she's like, "I'm already here." She's like, "How are you already there?" Like, I'm like, "Yes, yeah, I love this. Yeah, I love it." But there's a guy in this who like is slowly learning anger management throughout oh. the game. Yes, it's one of the funniest things to me because you just start with him screaming at a. Uh, the like a or bank or something his, it was like a di- bank call or something that like he got put on hold a bunch his dialogue is literally just ah yeah and then, yeah well, like I, his I car gets booted just once I'm, I'm, 
Yeah, I'm so excited to go back and see these ones because I, I got I I read this guy's mind and I got the ah one and and Alice was just like yikes and that was it. I did I never went back to him or saw him in later chapters, but I'm so excited to like I, dive into these side stories. They sound mm-hmm. like there's a bunch that I missed. Like, and, they're super small, but yeah, they're amazing. So yeah, yeah. Like that's why this game is like the my favorite in the series because like the first game is very much just Max Chloe. And then some of the townspeople. Yeah. But Haven Springs is literally like a living town own character. of people. <laughs> like it, it like it's its own character. And I'm like, I want either more games in this setting, or I want some of these characters to get their own side games. Oh, because, I can't wait to play Steph's story. Like it's so good. <laughs> and apparently we're we're getting like more DLC after Seth's story. Oh, more, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping that we get even more of like these side stories with these characters. Mm. Dope. Speaking of these side characters, that leads us to I think the biggest moment of the Spring Festival, which is of course picking, grabbing the rose and and taking it to (laughs) whoever I guess you choose to romance. Uh, I think it's safe to say the majority of us in this podcast. Went with Steph, is that right? Yes. I'm the odd one out. That's fine. <laughs> you give the <laughs> hipster <laughs> DJ nerd to the hipster DJ nerd. Yeah, yeah. What do you think I'm going to pick? <laughs> wow, she takes off her headphones. I, I guess I want to ask Ethan, what what's it like when you give it to Ryan? What does he say? So. When you give it to Ryan, he he's like he's like very taken aback, and he's like he's very much like a nerd about it, like he is in the game in general, mm-hmm. and that's kind Kimbo. of why I I liked him so much, and and he's just like oh, and then they kind of admit their feelings for each other, and then you meet him on the rooftop later, and they have that moment, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> which I love that rooftop moment. It was like, um, because for steps is is it still the same where the happiness kind of radiates and then it Explodes. like makes it all the yeah so yeah. i was like this is very much like something out of tangled like it felt very like disney movie but i loved it this is no disrespect to ryan like i respect ryan okay and i respect people's decision mm-hmm. to go with ryan like that's that's your prerogative so... sure but I'm I sorry. When you're on the rooftop with Steph and you're reading her mm-hmm. mind, and she says, "Kiss me, kiss me, kiss me," I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah, shaking okay. on the couch, dude. Yeah, okay, do it, please. Steph does not. So there's a moment with Ryan where he opens up to you, and you learn more about him, and he tells you how his mom dies, and he goes, "Oh, this, oh. yeah." So, um, that garden that you've been like taking care of. Or, or you could totally miss it if you if I you went up on the rooftop where you oh, can do it. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that garden that you've been kind of sitting in and having these moments in is actually his mom's garden. No That's so awesome. <laughs> and he talks about how she would she had insomnia, so she would come in at three AM and she would basically plant all the plants that you've been taking care of. And then you have this moment where he goes, Thank you for like taking care of it. And that kind of leads into them having a moment, and then they they have their kiss and everything. I'm getting chills just listening to Ethan <laughs> talk about it. I can't oh, I can't imagine like so playing good. the game and <laughs> seeing that. 
I God. love that like both characters are such good options. Like there yeah. wasn't a like no, obviously like we really loved Steph. But I this... I one hundred percent will go back at some point and do um that Steph that Steph side because I love I love her character. Whatever. So just shout out yeah. to Alex canonically being bi. Like that just yeah. fucking rocks. I, I did yeah. also choose bi when yeah, when you're playing foosball, you yeah, had that same. option. Yeah. Like I do want to just quickly I'm not gonna rant too much, but there's a bunch of people on Reddit that have been like, Oh, if you picked Ryan, you're playing Alex straight. That is Whoa. not the case. Yeah. No. <laughs> in, fact, like, oh in, in fact, like I was one hundred percent playing the game as Alex, yes but partly as me. And I was like, I would pick Ryan if I were in the sure. romantic like situation. So, and he's such kind of a, a lovable nerd that I'm like, Oh my God, he's my type. So that helped too. You're making it harder, Ethan. Although I, I me and Steph so will be jamming in Berlin to some punk music. Yeah, uh, yeah so see, okay. you also picked Berlin. Uh, yeah, yeah, Coco. What did, Ro, did you have that postcard scene? Which... It was Salem or Berlin, right? It was Salem, Berlin, or the middle of the ocean. Yeah. I chose Berlin, yeah. <laughs> I wanted someone to pick middle of the ocean just to see what it is. <laughs> yeah, I should go back and, and finish those. I, I haven't done that one yet, but I should. Oh, man. We're we're ramping up, getting closer to I think uh, the end of our discussion. So there's a few, few stuff we haven't talked about yet. Uh, the biggest one happens at the end of chapter four. I mean, I guess earlier too. I well, you get arrested at the end of cha- chapter four. Pike takes you in, and you have a decision here that I want to ask what you guys did, which is do you take Jed's fear away or not? Because you have not to sign Jed. the contract, right? You take Pike not Jed. Did Pike, I say Jed? Pike. 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 I'm, Jed, yeah. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you, Pike. Jed is another whole conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy, am I right? You are right. Yes and I no. Took, I took Pike's fear away. Because yeah, so that was, yeah. I didn't. Oh, so I didn't you, take his fear away. Everyone's like, oh, you can't take Charlotte's fear away. But now, now with Pike, it's like, oh, you got to. <laughs> yeah, but fear and anger are completely different on the spectrum. I signed it. I didn't take a spear away. Well. I, yeah. yeah. I'll be honest. I was selfish. I was covering my ass. <laughs> I was like, I want to take on Typhoon. Typhoon. My, do you keep my, typhoon my thing was, typhoon. I was like, I was like, look, I just had this really great moment with this guy on the roof, and you're coming and you're ruining my vibe, and like <laughs> now I just want to take this corporation down because like they're blocking me right now. That's just rude. <laughs> Yeah, for me, I immediately felt justified in my action. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I saw that, like they were also um, spying on Steph and Ryan, I was like, you know what? My actions are causing other people. Like this is going to come back to bite them, and they don't deserve yeah. that. That's why I ended up signing. Uh, but yeah, I mean that leads directly over to the betrayal of of Jed when he motherfucker takes you to the mines and shoots you and leaves you for <laughs> dead. That oh shocked God. me. Like, I knew, too, when you were like, let me know when you finish episode four. Let me know when you finish episode four. Like, you kept saying it. I'm like, okay, something happens. Like, I said it once. Come on. Also, of course, (laughs) something happens in between the last, the (laughs) penultimate and last. I was like, yeah, but I didn't expect anything that drastic. Like, not since the first game has something drastic that, like, happened yeah. like that like the first game it was i forget the teacher's name but it was you find out that he's 
He's the bad. Yeah, he's basically the killer, and you're like, holy shit. And then, um, kind of the same thing. It kind of had the same vibe here. You find out that this yeah. really nice old guy that has basically been helping you this entire time, you know, um, and he has his reasons for that, and you find him out in episode five. Um, but like that was, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I just got shot, and now like, how am I gonna get out of this like? whole yeah i remember i dm'd ro about that this the same thing ethan just said is that at first i didn't like i think the twist was surprising and like it it got a visceral reaction i mean i stood up i was like no fucking way but it was a little bit initially too reminiscent of life is strange one for me where it's like oh we're doing another like twist like someone in our town is the killer again someone we like thought was like a, a safe person right someone we like even admired right um, but I, I don't know. Then then I started going through chapter five. And then by the time I end up uh, going back to the diner, not the diner, the uh, the bar, and we're having conversations and we end up like really diving into why Jed did this. I ended up kind of coming around and like he made his mistakes. I don't forgive him. I think that's the wrong choice to make there. I think you very clearly have to condemn his actions and he deserves that. Oh, wow. <laughs> Okay. I forgave him. You forgave him? I, I forgave I him did. too. Mm-hmm. Bro, I don't did. let me down, buddy. What did you do? No, yeah, you know, I, I condemned him, yeah. Damn straight, I, dude. Yeah. I did. I he killed my brother. He killed my brother. And, and that was dead. enough that was enough justification. Yeah, he didn't kill my dude. brother, but I mean he, he helped cover it up and I, that was enough for me to to not forgive him. I understand where both of you, Griffin and Ethan, are coming from where he did make his mistakes and and that's for him to deal with i'm not forgiving him that's for him to to deal with he can figure out his mistakes and deal with that but from where my alex is coming from i don't think me saying that i don't think she would do that is is making making me think about it even more because alex may be the person to do that but just where i was in that scene i felt like i had to condemn him for his actions but the way that you guys may have played Alex, that may have made sense. And the more that I think about it, Alex may be the person to forgive a Jed type of character. But for me, I I, I just couldn't do it. As as Rashan playing as Alex, yeah. I couldn't do it. Yeah, well, for me, it hold on, was Griffin. like... Hold on. I'll, I'll let you have your piece. Because I want to hear this. Yeah. I object. But I, no, I want to hear yours too. Like, legit, to Rose's point, like, yes, there because there's like a almost a translation here between like Mac's actions and Jed because they're almost doing like the same thing but like Mac is very much struggling with that decision and like that's coming out he hates that he has to do this and then you get like the confrontation with Mac and he opens up and he tells you about it right because he doesn't want to do this uh, like help Typhon cover this up right and like that scenario I think is very I mean like big corpo like squeezing down on the the, the singular man like it's very easy to forgive us Mac in that situation, right? But Jed had years, dude. Like I don't know how long it's been since he was the hero, quote unquote. I don't know, like ten years or so. Some I think it's alluded to around ten years. For him to still be like this and then continue to do this, like he has no remorse. Like it's hidden and he does not show it. I'm sorry, dude. Like you have to figure that out on your own. I have to condemn. I. I'll forgive you in the future, but you have to face these, these these kinds of things yourself first before I can forgive you. And that's how I read it, and that's why I condemned him. 
to Jed's defense, I, I he may have been remorseful because he he really really hated people talking about it. When like Steph would bring it up, he would like, no, don't talk about that story. So I'm sure he was guilty, but like you said, for keeping that a secret for so long and just reaping the rewards for it with the bar and everything, I, I just I couldn't sit with that. But yeah, enough about me saying no to him. Yes. But yeah. Let's hear yeah. the forgiveness side. Yes. 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 Not for the other <laughs> argument. Yeah. He was he was for me, it was like I was I when it came time to choose that, I it literally it took me a second. It took because me a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't I mean and it essentially came down to okay, what would I do? Okay, this guy has been like basically under Typhon's thumb for as long as he's been in the town. And I was like, is that part of it too? Or like, you know, is he because I can kind of see that, but I could go like I could still go both ways. So like I see both points. It, it that was a really tough choice for me. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to forgive him like it kind of just feels like something Alex would do and yeah. Ethan, you're a better person than all of us. I think that, that there was never any question in that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what about you Griffin? Why'd for, you forgive him? For me, it was First off, it was very much that he was acting on behalf of what's going to be the best for his family. And on that, I understand that there's all there's a lot of issues with justifying something with that. But it also came to me with this whole sequence we get before getting out of the minds of having to understand that things are not your fault. Yeah. Your traumas are not your fault, which Fuck that hit hard. Play, um, play your part. Oh man. When you Oh my god. When you find out that her dad worked for the mine even be- like years before. That's why I, Gabe was there. Yeah. I was like, damn. oh damn. Oh, and you, then you oh my find... god. Did Gabe track down his father? Yes. Wait, really? Oh my god. That's why he was in Haven Springs. It's clicking, Shut man. Up. Fuck. Wow. Yeah, in like his <laughs> documents that you can find where he's like trying to track down Alex, one of his things in there was tracking oh, down his dad. Oh, that that makes sense. That yep. makes sense. Oh my God. I thought it was a coincidence, Damn, but you're right. You're right, Griffin. Fuck. So, you know what? Okay, so to that point then, if Gabe had lived throughout the whole game, he would have figured it out. He would have been probably been one of the first people. Yeah. Oh my God, that's why Jed takes him in and... Um... Oh my god. Oh my god. Jed, well, pro- Jed probably would have killed him a- anyway. Let's be real. Would have gone up to the <laughs> I can't assume. Would have gone up to the roof. <laughs> oh, now, for me, it was the like realizing, oh. though, those seems of my traumas are not my fault. His are not his fault, necessarily his fault. There was just too much there for me to feel good with completely condemning him. Hmm. For me, like, he is not forgiven as far as I personally am concerned. But for Alex, I see it as there's enough there where he can be forgiven. I respect yeah. it. I disagree, but I respect it, Griffin. <laughs> One way or another, though, he's rotten in prison. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Did, did he react differently if you forgive him, or does he just still? He just breaks down crying. Yeah. Okay. So I have so I have a question for you guys. Did Ryan side with you guys? Yes. No. Okay. No. Yeah. Okay. Because I I was curious if it was tied to his romance at all. Because a lot of people that I've talked to said that he didn't. Because like it's his dad. Like obviously, like it's his dad. I don't so actually I know what that one was tied to. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. either. Yeah. I wonder if like if I romanced him and still condemned him and didn't have a great relationship, if he would still be on my side. Because because for me, he basically told me like he tells you wherever you go, I'll go. Like I'll go. So even okay. if I would have left he at Haven Springs, he would have gone with me. Wait, so did, did he because... did, did he support you, Ethan, as then in that conversation? Yes. Okay, okay. Yes. I think going back, like look, because I have I just have the choices up while we've been chatting looking back you have a few that you can do with him like standing with him at the wake or how he forgives himself like you can hug him instead of shaking mm. hands which why would you shake why hands would you shake, his hand? Yeah. Why would you shake his hand <laughs> like i think it was one of those things of there's there's a there's a ticker in the background counting yeah, things probably yeah maybe Oh, you hug, talk... so it's it's more emotional yeah <laughs> can we talk a little bit though about that drama sequence yeah, the of, of course, yeah, the player part sequences. Yes, yeah, that are, was brutal. I have two things to bring up, and one of them is the player part sequence. So yeah, I mean, anywhere you want to start, because I think the hospital, I think, is the first. No, no, no. There's yeah. the scene it's, where you have to break out of the psychologist's office, correct? It's right. the office, the hospital, the house. The, the thing that really made me realize just how strong that scene was was looking at that poster, and it because oh. it's the same posters from the beginning of the game where it's like all the different emotions and you're in a face showing them except that in this scene it's alex yeah alex and is alex is yeah. all of them so i was just like oh shit you know i was kind of waiting for her therapy speaking of like such a small thing and i was kind of like okay whatever by the end but i was kind of waiting for her therapist to kind of come back in like some way because at the beginning of the game if you read the text conversation she blocks her therapist yeah yes mm-hmm yeah, I was I was expecting her to show up too, but like you, at the end I was like, okay, it's fine, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, who knows? And maybe like Gabe is like some kind of manifestation of the stuff her therapist talked about with Alex in some maybe. In some shape. So I mean, we we can read into that a little bit. Who knows? Um, but I think that part where the hospital is probably like my favorite when you have that private conversation with your mom, and she's, you know, you're supposed to be eleven in this age, and like realizing that your your mother is dying and she's telling you like you have to be strong not just for me because you're a strong girl but you have to be strong for your brother and your dad who uh, like can't do this without you i think it's such a beautiful moment and then when she gives alex the um it's like a pendant with like a jade in the middle i think it it was hard for me to keep like those emotions in i was kind of i was kind of waiting for that scene to become the moment where her powers manifested or like Mm where like you started to see that because it's very much that those scenes especially are you're like okay this girl really this game at the end of it is just about her like dealing with her trauma and kind of just coming to terms with it and i was kind of waiting for that scene where like her powers manifested sure yeah so was i and honestly Mm -hmm. i'm really happy that it wasn't that oh no yeah at the end of it, yeah. There's a conversation you have later um, 
with your dad when he's leaving the the house because he can't do this anymore like he's been fighting with gabe and like it's just too much for him to like lose his wife and then have to you know lose his jobs over and over again and like raise these kids and he ends up just like abandoning him right um and alex has to come to terms with like the fact that her father leaving is not her fault first and foremost right and then you have a conversation later back in haven springs when you're confronting jed and you have the op you have like a choice to like talk about your dad and what role he played in alex's life and i'm curious to know what you guys picked in that scenario because you have like he was a screw up uh he was i forget what the second option is and the other is like he was you know a tough guy who had like a shitty break i guess you guys remember this scene oh yeah you i think i picked screw up so did i like i remember it was something along the lines of us like he wasn't a good dad but he came here and i hope he was coming here to try to be better yeah i i picked screw up just because it was right after we had just seen that scene where he left and i was like i was like like he screwed up he basically said he he basically like bounced out and even though like he went to haven springs and he tried to start over like that doesn't change the fact that he has two kids out there mm. um that that are still out there like yeah. so in, unless he there you know there's something we haven't seen where he tried to reach out but like um like he didn't as far as i i know so like I picked the screw up option. Just like everyone picked screw up here then. Except yeah. for me. I almost did that. <laughs> but I was playing that like on the day of my dad's 60th birthday. <laughs> and oh. and like, oh. when you have the option to be like, oh, you know, like I love my dad essentially. Like I ended up picking that because even though I, I know he left and I know he was a screw up, obviously we saw it. I don't know. At the end of the day, I can't help but feel like he at least was trying in some capacity. Like even though he couldn't handle it, he made the mistake, right? And you got, I don't know. I just like, I can't help but feel like Alex still had some kind of love for her dad. So I, I took that forward with me and kind of forefronted my own feelings and placed it on Alex. But I still feel like the love was there in yeah. the delivery of the screw up line. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, good. Like, mm-hmm. still there. Yeah, it it's just also like being like, he screwed it's up. Kind, yeah. He, he messed honest. up. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of just acknowledging that, like, in that moment, he, he fucked up yeah okay well this is this is going to lead us to our final point here that i want to end on which is we have a moment of healing we're back on the rooftop and we're having like another not even a zen moment like a moment of reflection and then the camera goes past alex and gabe is sitting on the chair next to us again um obviously he's not actually there but it's it's alex having like a, a vision of gabe and like she's talking out her feelings about what just happened with and what she'll do in the future um with Gabe there on the rooftop. And there's a line that it really got to me that like actually broke me in the game, which is you're trying to figure out what to do and Gabe is kind of being like the corny, cheesy jokester kind of person <laughs> that he is. And then uh, Alex says, Stop it, Gabe. I don't need the mysterious spirit bullshit right now. I just need and then she pauses and then the delivery of Alex's line where she's like breaking, she goes, I just need my big brother. And that's when it really hit me. Like Gabe is gone, yep. man. And we barely got to know him and Alex barely got to know him like at all, but who he has turned out to be. And like, that is so unfair. 
and I like I missed Gabe so much in that moment. Yeah, like, it, it got me. Yeah. Like if sibling cried a lot at that when <laughs> when the time comes and they do more, I really hope that we get a Gabe like side story because I want more of him. He's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I there were so many quotes from Gabe. Maybe it might have just been this episode, whether it be on the rooftop or at the hospital scenes like the player part sequences there's so many that just like hit for me as as an older sibling too where it's like damn this is hitting really Mm -hmm. hard right now (laughs) right now i one of my my wallpaper is like a scene from the rooftop where it's like the mountains and there he's just talking about whether you choose to leave or stay and the quote is you don't question it you don't doubt it or wonder what might have been it's your life the life that you fought so hard to have and for the first time in a long time you just live and that hit with me so hard because there's times where I'm just like, how is, what are my choices doing to, how are they impacting somebody else in my life when I really should be thinking about how I am going to enjoy my life instead of thinking for somebody else? And Alex does that a lot where she's like, should I do this? How will it impact this person? But you have a life to live too, Alex, and you should be happy with the choices that you're making. And you know, be happy with the choice that you're making as well. And Gabe, Gabe said a lot of those, uh, those, a lot of those moments hit with me hard with uh, what he was saying. Yeah. yeah, It's funny you mentioned that line because Steph had a line like that earlier in the game okay. where it's, I, she, I, think it, I think it was on the rooftop, um, but she has a line of like, you're always looking out for everyone else. Yeah. I want to make sure you're looking out for yourself yeah, as well. That, that hit me really hard too, honestly. Yeah, this fucking game, man. What a cool game. Yeah, what'd you guys end up picking? Yep, thank you, Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> like we have to talk about it, right? Who wants to go first? <laughs> I think I'm gonna get judged for mine, so I, mean, I don't want to go first. Too, yeah. I'll go first. <laughs> you think you go first? Because I, I pretty much already alluded to what I chose. I chose. Um, although I kind of regret it now. I like I want to go back and see what happens, but um. <laughs> Because it literally, I sat there and stared at the screen for like a good 15 minutes before like I picked. Really? But mine was I, instant. Yes. No, because I was like, I was like, I love this town, but like the girl has a life and like she should have a, and then I was like, but she can make a life there. So I, yes. I picked to stay because I was like, you know, she could have a really good life. She has Ryan. Like she had, she basically has gone from being um having no one but herself to now she has this whole community of people and like they're all like really tight-knit and not to mention the fact that she had only been there for like i think the game says a month like yeah like yeah and like by the end i was like oh my god not even that much time has passed and it feels like it's crazy but i it just felt right to me to have her stay there and like yeah I kind of felt like you either pick the Ryan ending or the Steph ending because it made sense for her to stay with Ryan or leave with Steph. Mm. So. I bet the hikes rock with Ryan there, though. You know what I mean? It's a yeah. Beautiful, it's a beautiful place you know, to call it. He's all right? about watch, watching those birds and other stuff. Should I go go next? I don't know. I'm, I'm, like, yeah. hesi- I'm hesitating. Uh, <laughs> I can say mine, too. I could say mine now because now that Ethan said that he stayed, I could say that I also stayed as well. I okay, I don't feel so bad. Okay. Yeah. 
I said, and I chose Steph oh. too. So <laughs> the host has left the building. <laughs> so I'm back. I'm back. This, the oh, the quote that I just and, and I I oh. chose Steph and I stayed. So that's why I was so scared to say it as well. But I think it's just for the same reason you said was that she has such a community here. And in my head, Ken is like, of course, Steph and and Alex stay together for the rest of their life. They get married one day. But what if they don't? And Alex is just out there potentially by herself and she has to start over hopefully she has that's, the skills that she'll learn that's that's true i get that i i i totally get that but i i was just like she had as ethan said she has this family that as gabe said you build and you can build that outside of haven she could build a new family but i just i just got so connected to the characters that she had met and i don't know if ethan got this too when before he chose but while gabe is talking and just kind of basically convincing me to stay the way that he was talking there's like a montage of what could be yeah. if you stay yes right and, and that's that like that's, that's exactly why, why i stayed that's too why i chose to stay because i was like this is a really great awesome. ending and she finally has this like family that thanks to the 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 kind of montage in episode five you're kind of learning that like this girl has been spending most of her life like looking for family and she's finally found it like in these people. And it's Absolutely. that it's that idea of, you know, family's not always what you're born into, but it's the people that it's like mm-hmm. you can also make a family with the people that you know. So for me, that just spoke to me. I'm yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, but, no problem. Yeah. But yeah, that's exactly pretty much what I was gonna say. There would be scenes where Steph and Alex would be dancing in the record shop and uh like they were just having dinner at the black lantern and steph was like talking to ethan about a larp or something nerdy and alex would just be like staring at her staring at her like this was like this is beautiful (laughs) this is exactly how i wanted to go so stay here in haven and and, like we were just saying that might not happen that's just an ideal situation they could break up maybe the next day who knows what might happen but just just to think that she has that support system if that does happen she has an entire family there already so that's just how i was thinking about it but yeah, I'd love to hear why you guys chose to leave. Yeah, team leaving. Yeah, that's right, that's right. All the Oregonians over here vibing. Also, also, I just wanted, I would have really, really liked if they did a montage thing for them leaving too. So I would really have to, yeah. have to think about it because the way Gabe was talking about it, it just felt like that was the right choice. And I was expecting him to be like, but or maybe if you leave and then there was be a montage of yeah. stuff and you on the road and stuff like Damn, that would be a really hard decision. It. But yeah, yeah. Life is Strange I mean, loves doing this thing. There's like, oh, you choose your ending. Yeah, this is the end. This is the right ending. Yeah. Is that true? Is that true though, Griffin? I feel like both of these like are valid options. Like they're both the canon. I feel like both ending. of these are valid options. Yeah. I mean, I mean, these options are nowhere near as dire as like the first game, where it's like true. you could literally kill, like kill all these people for the woman <laughs> that you love, or. You that's another controversial one that i probably and, like, tell you guys. which yeah oh which my God, the original life strange which is like one ending has another like half an hour before yes. one has another five minutes. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no i i was fully happy with choosing to leave for me it was alex has a support system in haven springs and that's not going anywhere yeah they're still there like i always good. felt that like they can come back they can come back and visit and at the end of the day, though, they're they want to hunt down a dream. I saw that and was like, I very much understand that right now. That's what I would pick. I feel like 
I'm going to pick this one for me and not necessarily for Alex, even though I do think Alex would pick that as well, or at least my Alex. Right. And I loved every second of that. I loved the attachment to music. And at the same way, it's, yeah, she might be on her own, but she also has a whole new way of expressing these emotions that she's feeling that music is a really powerful tool that does not get nearly enough credit. And seeing that at the end of this, I just absolutely love that. Yeah. And like for me too, like convincing Riley to leave, I think really helped me convince myself that like I've grown enough emotionally to be able to leave as well. And this is making sense for me now. I know why Ro didn't respond to my message about why I left. Like, this this man this man did not want to out himself oh, as a stare. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean for me and you guys both make some Ethan Roy makes make some great points about why you chose to stay and I think that is a very valid option as well. But for me I think that comes down to the definition of home. Like yes, I agree that Haven oh. Springs has a great uh, it like contributes a lot to Alex's definition of home, but I think for my Alex, home was the relationships I built with steph and ryan specifically steph right um and so i think if she wanted to go if she wanted to go and she's inviting us with us with her i think alex would be the kind of person to want to go and to continue to grow as a person outside of haven springs with other people not just the community and and again like griffin said that community will still always be there so for me leaving was just like the right call of who i wanted my alex not to be but to eventually become and that's why I couldn't wait to to pick that decision to go off with Steph and have these adventures. And you get that great little scene of her, of of Alex getting ready to go up on stage, and Steph texts you like, "You're gonna kill it, babe." And like, oh my god, beautiful. Wow. It's so oh, that is yeah. really good. It's so good. good. You guys made the right decision. So, if they would have shown that, like, yeah. I would have been like, "Oh shit, this is hard." Like. That's good. At the same time, though, I love that delivery of like, this is the safe option. All you know out there is adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what are you going to pick? Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, that's 100% what sold me his, his whole delivery of like, this is home. Like, you can sure. make this your home. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Okay, Ghost Brother, I'll do it. <laughs> but, oh, man. Damn, what you you and Griffin and and Christian are saying though, even before you even said you're going to kill it on stage, uh, babe, because that's what really sold me, by the way. But even before <laughs> that, what you guys were saying is like maybe that was the the right choice, like not the right choice, but you're you're convincing me otherwise. Like, like she would totally do that with Steph, definitely, or or Ryan. I don't know what sure. Ryan would have done. What his like can what what would Ryan do if if you would he want so, you to stay or did he? Yeah, I know, right? so. Um, there is a moment when his when his father gets basically like taken away where you have a conversation with him and he says I have nothing left here but you uh, so like okay. even wow. if you leave Haven Springs I'll go with you and I haven't I haven't seen um, the other ending yet but I'm almost positive that he does end up leaving with you and you get to pursue that dream yeah the three options for him are either you date in Haven Springs or he goes with you, or right. you don't get together, and you might get together with Steph. Mm-hmm. True. Well, that's nice because, like, that makes me feel better because my thing about the ending was um, at first I was like, well, this kind of feels like a Ryan or Steph ending. Like, 
because one is very much like a homebody and the other one like Steph is very much like you know she she's a wanderer she has her adventures come to Portland Steph it's not that far yeah. from Seattle <laughs> you really want Alex back in Portland oh that's true by the way shout yeah. out shout out to the Portland representation there's like a moment where like Gabe talks about yeah. the um the orphanage in Grant Park and I'm like oh that's is- a few blocks away from me doesn't Life is Strange 2 start in Portland too? Or no, that's Life Seattle. is Strange 2 starts just north of Portland in the Seattle area. Life is Strange gotcha. 1 takes place in what is essentially Newport, Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah exactly. Okay. It's I, funny because Arcadia yeah. Bay is an actual place. It's just very tiny and not a town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was okay, so I was kind of waiting for and granted you you have Steph from before the storm. But I was kind of waiting for a reference to the first game. Like, I was kind of waiting for someone to wander in and be like, oh, that's like a small character from the first game. True. Because that uh, happens in two. Like, there's like a nod. You kind of get it in like the clothes that you can pick. Yeah. Um, Sure. But they keep the one important reference that has been in all the Life is Strange games. And that is Hot Dog Man. Yes. Oh, is that where that's from? Yeah. Yeah, he's in every Life is Strange. Wow, he's like the he's like the unofficial mascot. <laughs> and, uh, he was like on a, t- a t-shirt that Max had in the first one. Forget where he is in the second one, and then there's the t-shirt in the outfit in this one. But also, Hot Dog Man sits on Steph's drums. I did not know that. I didn't notice that. That's it's a little plushy of him. It sits on her drums, and it's wonderful. I love that. I just have one thing to say. I'm not sure if we, I don't think we talked about it, but if we did, I'm sorry. But this is probably one of my favorite moments in Life and Strange or just this up, this series. But Alex and Steph on stage performing together at the festival was yes. the best moment yeah. for me, especially the com- comedic aspect of it too, with just like, I hate you both. That was hilarious. <laughs> but just her singing Blister in the Sun was so good. And I, I like it more than the MX Tune one. I like, I want that. To, to listen to. I know MX Tune sang this, but the one that's yeah. on Spotify isn't this cover. Oh. I would love this cover of it because it sounded so good. And and when Alex whispers the the chorus on ugh, Dude, that got stop. to me. I got I got stop. chills. Yeah. Yeah. And but you're so right, good. like there's a there's a jump cut of like Alex like who's performing? And then it cuts to yeah. her on stage <laughs> with the <laughs> Yeah, amazing. I, more games need to be comedic that way. Mm-hmm. Like that is legitimately the funniest scene I've seen in games. Probably that all was such a smart way to like cut to the. I was like, oh my god, she hates them right now. Like, yeah. And then she's still out there being a badass, though. Yeah, I love Man, it. Man, dude, you should really you should have realized it when you scanned the drums, memory wise, and it's Steph yeah. playing. <laughs> True. Well, I did, yeah. I was like, oh, it's, it's gonna one hundred percent end up being Steph, and I wouldn't be surprised if we. If when Wave Waves come out, you're gonna play that um, festival of her playing the drums. Mm. Oh, I hope so. Mm. Alrighty, folks, that that puts us to a wrap of <laughs> Life is Strange Two Colors. Our little spoiler cast review. Uh, any final notes before we we sign off here? I'll this game you. is really special. Go listen, because people are skipping on this game because you know we're in that kind of deluge of so much stuff coming out please play this game do not sleep on it yeah like it's so it's it it probably is my game of the year 
like the more I talk about it and since I've gotten to talk about it with you guys, like it's do don't skip it. Ro? But that's all. No, that I completely echo what Ethan's saying. Like, don't skip this game. It is it is the best in the series, in my opinion. It is the best Life is Strange in the series. So if you if you have if you're a fan of the earlier ones, you're gonna love this one. Um Alex is amazing. The characters are fantastic. The writing, I think, is the best in this series again. Um, yeah, this is hands down uh probably gonna be my game of the year. I'm not gonna say anything for for certain yet, but it's definitely on my top three for sure. It was uh, a blast from beginning to end, hit on so many cores emotionally, just everything about it I love. So I can't wait to go back and experience the stories that I missed as well, make some different choices maybe, probably not romantically, but maybe we'll, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had a great time. Griffin, you do you have any final notes as well? Yeah, this like I said, this game's super special. Um, the original Life is Strange is one of my favorite games ever. And mm-hmm. I love like this game even more. <laughs> like this game was made for me. This is one that I'm putting in my personal notes of like before I played this game and after I played this game. Like this is that big and that important of a game to me now. And I might be blinded a little bit by that when I say everyone should pick this up if you can. But this is one that you absolutely should it's worth the time and it's easily the best thing for me to me, at least coming out this year. Yeah. Um, for me, this is like a game that really dives into letting yourself be emotionally vulnerable and, and honest, not just with Alex, but I guess with the message it's trying to tell through Alex and into the player um, that I think to Griffin's point is, is really something special. And I, I, I wasn't really looking for, forward to the game if that makes sense like it was like okay i'm gonna get through life is strange so that i can get to the next thing um but obviously the game stuck with me in ways that i was not expecting it to and i, I hope more people end up playing the game uh, i think the hesitation is that oh do i need to play the other two to three games before i get into true colors and you absolutely do not have to uh it, it very much stands yeah. up on its own and i think more people should experience the story of alex because i think it's it's truly something special that released this year and in, in a recent memory to phenomenal game alrighty folks that's going to do it for this episode of the penultimate games show thank you so much to to griffin to Roe, to ethan um guys where can people find you we'll start with griffin uh, you can follow me on twitter at griffin dpad that's g-r-i-f-f-i d-p-a-d uh check out disney plus us it's a every other week podcast where we talk about all the different movies on disney plus or we also are doing in every week episode talking about Marvel's What If. Uh, and we're going to keep doing this, so keep an eye out. Yeah. With a new co-host, too. I'd love to see it. Yes, I love Mitch. Ro, any plugs for uh, you, my man? Yeah, you could follow me at Roro on Twitter. And you could follow Podcast PXN for uh, our weekly video game news wrap-ups. Uh, thank you games is definitely on a hiatus right now i'm definitely focusing on drawing more so if you want to see some life is strange fan art follow me on instagram or on you know on twitter at roro r-a-u-w-r-o and yeah you could find my art there and that's that's about it i'm gonna need some steph fan art asap so (laughs) don't worry (laughs) ethan is there anything you would like to to plug today yeah you can find me at uh twitter 
facebook.com slash Ethan Brannon. I'm currently yelling about how good Montero the album is because that just came out uh, yesterday and you should all listen to it. Um, and I'm a what if stan and yelling about how good some of those episodes are. Some, not all, but <laughs> it's pretty good so far. It's pretty good. Thank you guys. You can follow me at IsoChristian for my random takes that i post on twitter i don't even know what i post on my personal twitter anymore i just retweet stuff that i post on my movie podcast large popcorn pod that goes live every single tuesday um, and then i'm also uh on the penultimate conquest twitter where i went through and figured out what video game characters were my star signs so that was fun to post this morning go go that go. was you of course it's me who else would do this come on of course, of course that was me you're not wrong <laughs> until next time folks keep on a. Uh... Haven Springsing. I don't know. I don't know how to end this podcast. I've never hosted this show before. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>